throughout that time was really good for me because I was able to then like notice what elements of social media were like triggering my anxiety or making me feel overwhelmed. Welcome to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. Today on the show, we're chatting the top three ways to balance social media with living your best life in real life during a pandemic. And I have the absolute best person that we could possibly speak with about this. Welcome to the show, Taylor. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys, I'll give you just a little bit of background about Taylor. And then Taylor, please feel free to stop me or fill in any of the gaps. Um, Taylor is Director of Content Marketing at Later. It's funny, the reason I know about Taylor is because I'm an I'm an avid Later user. I've had an account for years. I, I pay for the service. I manage all of our Instagrams and make everything look pretty and schedule it all out with Later. Um, I read her emails all the time. She's basically just my go-to Instagram expert for anything new that I'm trying to learn. And she's really passionate about helping other entrepreneurs as well, which is why I thought it would make sense for us to talk to Taylor. I noticed you also have um, an online course as well. Um, Tell us a little bit more about what's going on with you or anything that I missed. Yeah, that's a good summary. Um, As you know, as you mentioned, I love social media and that's why I'm really excited we can kind of talk about like the mental health side of that today too, Mm -hmm. because I'm also like a really big advocate for mental health. And I think too, when, you know, entrepreneurs and small business owners, when they are social media managers, like when you're on social media all the time, there's so many like unique mental health struggles that come with that because it's like part of your job. And so it's something, and I think with the pandemic, it's been so like, that's just been heightened to a new world. So it's definitely a struggle that a lot of people, including myself, are having right now. For sure. Oh my God, me too. And that's why I was like, this is amazing that you want to come on Sup Babe because I wanted to talk to a peer about this and see if we can come up with some tips for everyone because I'm sure that we're not the only ones. We're just probably on Instagram more than other people. Um, So you're based in (laughs) Vancouver, right? Yes, Canada, Vancouver, Canada. And so you were saying too that it's kind of like there's not a bunch of coronavirus there and life is sort of back to normal. Tell like, can we all just live vicariously through you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're so blessed in Vancouver. It was one of the least affected um, regions really in the entire world. Our Minister of Health here was profiled in the New York Times, Dr. Bonnie, because of her like amazing response to this. So yeah, we've been in phase three for a while now. So, um, you know, we've been hanging out with our friends, like going over to your friend's house, still like small groups, but it's, there's pretty much not really any coronaviruses. There's, I think there's like maybe like under a hundred cases or something like that in our whole, in our whole province. So um yeah so it's been you know obviously people are still like you know eating outside and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but you can definitely I've eaten indoors at some restaurants and stuff and like 
masks aren't required um people are still wearing them and stuff but yeah it's in travel too like within the province is totally allowed so it's it's a little bit weird to be kind of back into our new normal life while also looking you know on social media and seeing how that's like so not the case and like the board yeah. the canadian u.s border is closed and it probably will be for quite a bit longer so you're also like that's a little bit weird too just being locked in your country um, i know I, I was saying we were all gonna move there and then i realized yeah. <laughs> i was like wait we actually can't we can't even go visit <laughs> i was thinking like where should i go this summer that i could drive to and i was like niagara falls and then i was like nope scratching that off the list yeah it's um, kind of weird but that is weird but i am very jealous that life is sort of back to the new normal for you guys in canada that's amazing and hopefully you can rub some of that good luck off on us so, Taylor, I figured we could just kind of get right into it and kick off the conversation with, like, you know, obviously the world is in a very weird place right now. I was just kind of curious what your thoughts are on, like, does social media bring us closer together or separate us further apart during the pandemic? Are there some trends that you have noticed? One thing that I've noticed, and maybe this is just me because, like, everybody who listens to this already knows I'm a total weirdo, but I feel like nobody text messages anymore and it's all in the dm is that a thing too <laughs> no like a hundred percent i've seen a huge shift to dms over texts like some of my friends like our whole text threads are just on on instagram right now and it's like you haven't like spoken about it but then it's like weird if i was to just like send them a text instead of a dm now or something <laughs> yeah. um but no totally i mean i think that social media has been I think it's bringing people closer because it's really all we have to like stay in touch with people, especially like when you have friends or family in different cities. But at the same time, it's like, yes, you can be like in touch with people, but it, you're also kind of only getting that like surface level connection. And it's also harder to get that mm -hmm. real, you know, deep what's going on with your life thing. And so I think it's easy for us to just be like, oh, we're seeing our friends' stories or we're seeing, you know, this stuff without missing those you know, like the good stuff that comes from like going out for like a night of drinks with your girlfriends or something like that. So, oh, God, yeah. what I wouldn't pay for that. Um, so also you bring up an interesting point because we can see kind of a, a sampling of everybody's life on the Internet now. Obviously, you know, Instagram is what mainly people of our generation use. Obviously, you're you're now speaking on TikTok, too, which is cool. We might ask you about that if we have time. But do you think that because people just kind of can go on their friend's profile, they see their story, they know they're like, okay-ish, okay-seeming, um, that people just tend to like personally reach out less? Because I kind of think maybe that's the case, but I'm, but you are the expert. No, yeah, totally. I mean, I found that even just, um, it took me a while. Like, I, I just feel like I haven't been like that great of a friend lately because I think we're all just trying to deal with like our own stuff and you have to kind of be like mm -hmm. insular. So, um, when I do meet up with my friends, you know, like we'll have like zooms or whatever. And I think like those are really good, but I, they're only hap They're not happening like as often as if I was, if, it, if there was a pandemic that wasn't yeah. happening or, or something like that. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, I know that I've reached out to people less, but it's also nice to just to just see that people are okay and that they're doing good, and then you can kind of like stay up stay up to date with them. Um, my friends who don't have social media, I feel like super disconnected from during this time because 
um, it's like a lot of effort to have to like update them on like every everything <laughs> that's going on for you. It can kind of be a little bit overwhelming. So I'm definitely grateful we have social media. And I mean, you can just look at the stats like social media usage like on Instagram and Facebook has increased like so, 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 so much. Like people are spending more time than they ever have been on Mm -hmm. social so it's definitely like that connection place for people but it's overwhelming at the same time right yeah so So I kind of wondered too I mean do do you have any thoughts on like if people are using social media a significant amount more I've seen those statistics as well do you think that that can possibly have an effect on their mental health I know you sort of brought up that you're very interested in that component of it and so am I so have you seen kind of a correlation there or what are your thoughts Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's endless studies that talk about how social media is not good for your mental health or really like social media, using it too much, how that's not good for your mental health. And it's so easy like to get wrapped up in like what other people are doing too. I think especially through the pandemic, you know, everyone responds differently. Like some people are like over-functioning and they're like doing every single project in their house and making all the sourdough mm-hmm. bread and banana bread and like, you know, like really, really high functioning because that's how some people's reaction to stress are. Other people are like under functioning at times. And so it can be hard, I think, to even when we're all, you know, stuck at home, the, like that comparison aspect of Instagram is is still there. So for me, I try to be like really real on my Instagram and really just like share the highs and lows because I don't want anyone to ever like look at my life and think that they wish that they had like I don't feel jealous or feel bad about themselves because of some content that I'm sharing. That's a really good point. I try to do that too. And but I still think if you so there I can do that with text, right? But if you just gloss over my images, you might just think like every day is a walk in the park, right? So I think it I mean it depends. If you really read about what people are writing, then you might get like a better sense. But sometimes just glossing over, especially if you're looking if you follow a bunch of bloggers or a bunch of models, a bunch of fashion kids, you might fall prey to comparing yourself more often than you used to. Yeah, totally. I there's there's a quote that I just love that's really popular. It says like comparison is the thief of joy. Oh yeah. And I think that's just like such a good way to think about Instagram and social media. But in May, I took about like a month off of Instagram. Um oh, yeah? just because it was just like it was very very overwhelming for me and I found I, I I put all this pressure on my, on myself to like show up in my stories and everything, and I was just like not in a good mental headspace and everything. So I ended up like. And another thing for me is a lot of the time when I have taken breaks in the past, I feel like this like pressure that I need to announce that I'm taking a break or something. So this that time I was just like, no, just I was just like, I'm just not gonna post, and I was like, I'm not gonna post for a week, and then it just turned into. Um, a month. And I think it's like throughout that time was really good for me because I was able to then like notice what elements of social media were like triggering my anxiety or making me feel overwhelmed because I think like regular anxiety or anything, you have to like tap into your specific triggers. So social media is like a big word to use. So for myself, I learned that what was really stressful for me was the amount of DMs that I was getting. And that part was like, overwhelming for me just feeling the need to constantly be like messaging everybody back and wait by the way that is such a trigger for me and that's why I don't ever respond to friends and I feel bad but it's like I can't even get through 
legitimate questions from audience members and, and then I just yeah. feel like a failure and I give up and then they get pile up even more totally so yeah so that was when I realized that like that was a stressful I was like okay when I come back like I can maybe I turn my dms off for a little bit if that's what I need to wait you can do that <laughs> yeah well you can make it so that your stories like you can't reply to your stories got it okay so you get lost I actually also found out during this break that, you know, like the other folder in your DMs, um, that those actually expire after a month, I think. And I had no idea. So I had like hundreds of them that I was just like, was causing me so much like anxiety. And then during my break, they just would like slowly dwindle down to like, I think there was like 30 or 40 now. So um, that made me be like, oh, it just kind of like reset. Like I felt bad because I didn't get back to like hundreds of people. But at the same time, I just like didn't have that that capacity to do that. But I also have a really good hack for you if you're for not being able to respond to your friends because I found that too. Um, so during my, so Instagram came out with this app a couple of years ago called threads. Okay. Oh, and I remember like, that. <laughs> and then it just didn't take on. Yeah. And it didn't, <laughs> it didn't take off or anything like that. Um, but I was like deleting apps on my phone and I found it and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. So basically the app is like a super pared down version of Instagram, but it's only for your close friends. Okay. So anyone on your close friends list and, it, um, It'll show all of their stories and your DMs with them. And then you can take stories of yourself and post, but only to your close friends list. So and then when and then when I respond, this actually might be useful for me because I feel like I miss my friends. But I also on the weekends, for instance, I don't want to be looking at several work messages all the time. That's tricky for me. Right. And then even when you log into one account, if you run several, like I know you probably do as well, then you're kind of like seeing all the notifications and all the things you have to do on all those other accounts. And it just can make you feel like there's a never ending amount that you could never get to anyway. So screw it. So then maybe if I use that and let's say I wrote back to like my college friend group list, then it would mark that message as read in like regular Instagram. So it keeps it organized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's all synced together. So you still get the DMs in your regular Instagram, but it's basically like a filter for your DMs that are just for your close friends. So I loved that. So then I was able to see like, oh, yeah, I still because I'm like a I'm obsessed with my close friends list on Instagram. Do you use close friends? I need to. You've totally convinced me like I'm starting (laughs) this weekend. I have like a whole other like story persona, basically. That's just like my like. Yeah, it's just, like, for my close friends. And it's, like, a way that I just, like, will mass communicate with, like, I think I have, like, 20 to 30 people on there. So um, my my other friends have started to use it now because I was, like, because I'm so addicted to it. So then people will even just be, like, going to the beach. Like, who wants to come? And just put that up on your close friends. And you don't have to, like, send a text to all of your friends or whatever. So that's highly recommend. I love that. Okay. So you're basically into what I really wanted to pick your brain on and just kind of chat about. So – Like, obviously, we're all spending a ton of time on social media right now. I read new research recently that was really shocking, though. We will end up spending six years and eight months of our lives on social media on average. Like, whoa, that's almost seven years. So crazy. (laughs) So (laughs) wild. So I figure, like, we might as well make the most of it. I mean, I use it for work and for personal. You use it for work and for personal. 
it's hard separating the two. So I, I think we've already talked about a couple of your top tips to balance social media with living your best life. But like, are, are there, is there anything else that you think is super important? Like right now, we've already heard from you, like take a detox, right? Which I do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I set parameters as well. Like I'll do social media Monday through Friday. And like Saturday and Sunday, I may post a story of my dog at the park. I may post a different podcast that I like and want to support. But I'm very like you're not going to see 100 posts, right? And so that works for me. I know you did like a month long detox. I did that once. Actually, this is a funny sidebar. Um, You can Google this later if you're interested. But my apartment was broken into by a stalker when I was in Bali last year who like went through all my things and did all this weird stuff. Oh my God. I know. It's it's not the kind of story that we typically tell here on Subbabe. So I'll let you guys Google me if you want. But um, I had to take a detox. Like I was just so, I was really yeah. traumatized in like a weird way. So I basically logged on on my cameras on Nest and saw this happening in real time from the plane on the way to Bali. So like I couldn't do anything. I'm just watching this person in my home. So it's like the weirdest oh my god that's so traumatizing so weird and that was like the first time where I was like oh my god I can't even like use social I don't even have words right like I can't use social media Mm -hmm. I don't know how to like pretend to be the person I was before this weird experience like so I took a break but um so anyway sidebar but your tips so far have been take a detox figure out what your trigger points are which I thought was so smart like you knew that dms were bothering you and you found the thread solution to help manage that um and then you know I was gonna say consider using threads for your close friends um, what else? Is there anything else that you think is super important? Yeah, I'm a very big, so I like love creating like content and like just capturing memories. So, like I love looking back on pictures of things and like I go to that place, you know? Uh, but at the same time, it's really hard to balance also wanting to like live in the moment. Like I feel like, especially when yep. you're traveling or you're out with friends for a night and it's like this balance between like wanting to like capture a memory, but then also like live in the moment. So a huge thing I did for me is I barely ever post in real time. If I'm just by myself in my house, like whatever. But if I'm hanging out with other people, I will like never post my stories in real time. And I'll just be capturing like videos or photos or whatever. And then um, put the phone down because I feel like, you know, it's really quick to like take a video or a picture of something. But then when you go to like post it or filter it and caption and then like, you know, put it on your story, like that's time where you're sitting there with your friends and your head is down looking at your phone. Right. So I think especially for travel, because I tr- used to travel a lot too. Um, so what me, <laughs> you my mean best like uh, pre-pandemic you used to yes. travel a lot? <laughs> oh, pre-pandemic <laughs> me used to travel a lot too. She was DJ Rosé. I don't know if you ever heard of her. <laughs> But yeah, so my best friend and I, so what we would do is we do all this stuff and then, you know, like at the end of the day, if we're like having a drink or just like resting at night or whatever, then we'll sit through, go through all our content, show each other, post our stories then. And I think that's a really good balance between being able to like get create content and also like enjoy yourself because I think the actual act of like editing and posting is what can like take your attention away from your friends or whatever you're doing. Um So that would be another tip. And then my final tip would just be to like work in batches and try to come up with some sort of a routine. So if you can, you know, sit down every Monday for an hour and like schedule a bunch of your Instagram posts, like 
obviously I work for an Instagram scheduler, but I still struggle to do this myself. And so I think it's just about like training and finding those routines that really work for you. Mm -hmm. I've also found sometimes like maybe like secondary social networks, like only looking at them on my computer instead of my phone. So like Twitter, LinkedIn, stuff like that. Like, do I really need to be getting all of these like notifications that aren't super real time on my phone all the time when I can just check maybe like once or twice a day on my computer instead? It kind of allows a little bit of a small boundary there. So that's a good suggestion. Um, I think, yeah, that makes sense to kind of figure out like TikTok and Instagram. You're probably going to use those on your phone, right? TikTok's very weird on the web. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, if it's stealing info, maybe I don't want it to have like my hard drive from eight years ago to access. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like LinkedIn, Twitter, especially things that are like more businessy focused, just like separate that, create more of a boundary so that you can like regain some more of your your me time when you're on your phone. My whole thing too is like when I go on, like I get very distracted when I go on Instagram. Um, like I'll think, okay, I want to just write Taylor a message or I want to check out, like I, I was looking at to see if you still had ombre hair. This sounds really stalkery, but I love your ombre hair. <laughs> it's still a little bit ombre. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very cute, but like I'll get distracted. I'll see these messages all, you know, whatever. And then before you know it, I'm down a rabbit hole and I look up and I'm late to something. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, where did those 30 minutes go? Oh my gosh. That happens to me all the time. It's so easy. Like, I, yeah, you go on to Instagram to like do something and you're just like totally distracted. And One thing I've been trying to do is like keep the goal in mind more. Like, especially if it's during business hours or like it's a weekend and it's not business. And I'm just trying to talk to the baby girls. Like I'm trying to keep the goal. Like when I go in that app, cause there's, there's now so many thousands of ways to use it. It's so easy to get distracted. So it's like, I think I'm just trying to like keep my brain in check a little right now. Yeah, totally. It's, I think it's, you have to like, you have to train yourself with it so much to like, yeah, keep that goal in mind. I think like for me, I get so easy for me to get sucked into TikTok like for hours and hours and hours. And so I have to like consciously tell myself like, okay, Taylor, TikTok, like you need, like I have to go into TikTok and be like, I'm only giving myself a few minutes and like, I have to like create a boundary because otherwise I will literally like be on it for three hours. And then you just feel like like gross after because you're just staring at your screen yeah, for so long for sure. so and you're like I did nothing on my to-do list but watch a hundred tweens do a dance that I couldn't even possibly move my body yes. in the same way <laughs> um so okay Taylor I know you've spoken on a, a little bit on TikTok too is Instagram still your favorite app <laughs> yeah Instagram. Instagram's still my favorite <laughs> I mean I, I just like how I love the community that I have on Instagram and like TikTok's fun and stuff but I'm not really like okay I've met maybe like two people from TikTok but I don't really have like a community there even though I have more followers it's not it's not the same. So I definitely love Instagram. You're right. That's a really good point. I have like real life friends that I met on Instagram and now we're like you know we took it off the gram and we're like real yeah. sisters you know. Um, I love that. Okay, well, Taylor, this is about all the time that we have today, but these were such helpful tips. Guys, we are going to drop them in our Instagram feed as well in case you want um, a more pared down version of Taylor's amazing tips to stay balanced while using social media. Um, Taylor, tell us where we can find you and tell us uh, where we can find later as well. Awesome. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram. It's at taylor.loren. 
T-A-Y-L-O-R-L-O-R-E-N. Um, and you can check out Later at Later.com. If you guys are new to Later, it's a free app, but you can uh, get your first month free if you of our paid plans if you use the code Nicole Rose 2020 at checkout. So you get a month free. That's Nicole Rose 2020, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so use that. Get into the app. We have an awesome web product and you can schedule all of your Instagram content and keep yourself sane on social. Exactly. It's the only reason that my feed even like looks pretty, right? Or else like when I try to do it without (laughs) using later, then I'm just like throwing up stuff and then I have to archive all of it because I'm like, this looks so ugly. What was I thinking? Usually there's a glass of wine or two involved. Anyway, that's not what you came here for. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today, Taylor. Um, But guys, that's all for now. You know the deal. Um, If you loved what you heard today, please hit subscribe. Please hit five stars. We would be oh so grateful if you have a chance to leave us a little quick review. You can add us on Instagram at DJ Nicole Rose and at Sup Babe Pod. And we hope we brightened your day. You can tune in Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings to Sup Babe, your one stop shop for living your best life.